Morning, everybody. We are in month, God, eight, nine of this disaster uh, post-election, but seems like that's still lingering as well. Just thought it was a good idea to hop on here and just kind of talk about how you can get your mindset for uh, 2021, which got to be better than this. (laughs) Listen up. So... Here we are (laughs) entering the holiday season, which I remember when we were first quarantined, I was like, well, at least we'll have the holidays this year. (laughs) And it looks like that's pretty much screwed as well. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think it's it's really hard to talk about a positive thing right now. Um, And I I hope that this does not come off like that. We're obviously very you know, sad and upset um, and worried and anxious and depressed and bored. Um, And we don't want to discount the fact that people are dying and getting sick still. Um, But I think it's important that we start to shift our focus um, while keeping in mind, you know, staying safe and the masks and, and, you know, staying vigilant and staying away from each other and all that stuff. But I think it is important to kind of start to shift focus for what you can do to make the most of the situation because it does not seem like it's going anywhere anytime soon. And I know for myself, mentally, I have gone up and down and sideways on how to make this a positive experience. And I think I have done that to the best of my ability. I think a lot of the people I lead have done that to the best of their ability. Um, And I think we're all just trying to make the most out of a horrific situation. Um, But I think we'd be remiss in not highlighting the stuff that really was good through all of this. Um, And I can't really speak for everyone, but I'll speak for myself. I mean, I needed to slow down. I mean, I have, I think most entrepreneurs have that insatiable desire for more. I was talking to my friend Danielle in Berlin, and we were talking about, you know, how sad it is that we will never be content. And I think that that's actually a really interesting realization and a really hard acceptance when you're a person like myself, where nothing is ever enough, um, or it is for a little and then you want more. And that's not a monetary thing, quite the opposite. I could care less about money. Um, I shouldn't say that. I love money. Uh, (laughs) But I could care less about the money, but more about the journey. I hate using that term, but I'll use it here and more about what that money gets you, right? The lifestyle that money gets you, the freedom it affords you, the peace of mind that money gives you. Um, And honestly, I'd be lying to myself if I didn't say it was the chase, right? It's all about the chase. It's all about getting to that point where you feel like you've won or you've achieved a goal or you you beat out the bad guy or something, right? But then you get there And you just want more. And I think my life was on such a rapid fire hamster wheel (laughs) that was just more, 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 acquire more, build more, do more, give back more, meet with people more. I mean, I look back, I was out five nights a week, every week. And most of the time it was six. Um, I would have one night and you could honestly consider that to be out too. I would have one night a week that I was 
in with my family on Sunday nights. And when COVID hit and we had a screeching halt, I went through what could only be described as a mental withdrawal state of, oh my God, where are my friends? Where are we going? I have to see my clients. I have to be with everyone. I have to be with the agents. Everyone's going to leave. Like it was such a panicked state in the beginning. And now I feel like I realized how silly that lifestyle was and I needed the entire world to stop moving for me to realize that. And I think that in and of itself is just sad. Um, you know, I think this has made people realize what's important to them. Um, and I think everyone, the cliche is family and like friends and, <laughs> and all of that, which is the obvious thing you say. But I think it's really from a business perspective, from a real estate perspective, from a business owner perspective, it's really made me figure out what I want and what's best for my group and what's best for the company. And I think that clarity would have never happened if COVID didn't happen. Um, and again, I'm going to continue to preface this each time I make a statement like this. Obviously, we wish COVID never happened. But looking back on it, it really had some excellent qualities. I mean, I got organized in my house. I spent, I, Marie, I read the Marie Kondo book and I cleaned out every one of my closets. And that's something that like, those of you who know me know I would never do. I'd pay someone to do, but I would never do. <laughs> and I sat there and did it and it was tough. And I got through it because there was nothing else to do. Um, I wrote, a, you know, a, a started writing a book that I doubt I'll ever do anything with, but I started doing it because it's something I've always wanted to do and never did it. Um, never had the time to do it, never had the focus to do it. Um, you know, I listened to more podcasts. I read a ton of books during this time. I FaceTime with friends. I mean, I think I got closer with the people that mattered and I weeded out the people that don't. And I think that that's a really harsh thing to say, especially if you're on the part on the side of the people that got weeded out. But like, isn't that the right thing? Like, isn't that, you know, you don't want to be ancillary in somebody's life that provides time for them to find somebody that they are important in, you know? And I think, you know, my clients, I kept in touch with my clients more this year than I have when I was able to take them out to dinner and drop off something at their house or, you know, meet them at the park. And I think what's really interesting is, you know, in times of chaos, there's opportunity. That's a theme that has come up multiple times, um, especially in interviews that I've done during this time with people. And I, I, I can't agree more. You know, I, I think it's been nice to get to know the people I love. It's been nice to get to know the business I love. It's been nice to reset um, and not be running every, running all over the place on other people's time. You know, I'll, I'll never give up the control of my time again, ever. And I think that all comes from a, like a stark realization that you actually are worth something to people, regardless of what industry or whoever you are, you people need you for something, whether it's emotional support, or your expertise in a field or whatnot. And you have the right to restrict access to your intelligence to your brilliance to your expertise. In fact, you should, right? So I was always the one that was running around and giving everything I could to all these different people. And it's like, well, no, like, wh what have you done for me lately, right? And I think that comes off harsh, but it's not. It's, it's just reality, right? So if you, if you have someone that uses your time frivolously, 
they don't deserve your time. And this goes across personal things as well. If you have someone in your life who will let you sit somewhere and wait for you for hours on end after they've begged you to come speak to them, that person no longer is on the A-list of people as far as attention is concerned. And that's not egotistical. It's not narcissistic. It's self-preservation. And I think that that is something that is imperative in life and in business, probably more so in business. (laughs) Um, You have people that have a lot of power over you and can suck the life out of any day that you create. One of the things I just read in the, uh, the Miracle Morning, he says, you don't answer any emails or phone calls or anything before a certain time in the morning, whatever that time is. So for me, I did 9am. I will not answer a single business call, text, email. I don't care who you are before 9am. And the reason for that is you need to, you need to dictate how your day is going to go. Especially if you're an entrepreneur, you get pulled in so many different directions that you need to dictate what your day is going to look like. And you need to prioritize the people that have access to you before that day starts. And frankly, the only person that does is my husband. That's it. And I watch, I'll go on a walk with my dog. I will go on a run. I'll do whatever. And I'll watch these text messages come in. There's nothing that cannot wait till 9 a.m. Nothing. Unless my husband tells me the house is on fire, right? So that was something I implemented that I think is really great. And I think going into 2020 is is, is an excellent thing, especially for realtors and, um, you know, entrepreneurs. Because frankly, and he says in the Miracle Morning, between 12 and all fires in real estate get put out between 12 and 5. Think about it. You either need a title company, an attorney, uh, a a government employee of some sort for smoke certifications, whatnot. All of those people realistically are not going to get back to you until 12 to 5. So have your morning, meditate, go for a walk, work out, make yourself an actual breakfast, you know, like sit down and plan out your day mentally because it literally sets the tone for the entire day. So that's something I think I'm going to further adopt in 2021. Um, you know, your time out, I be, I look back at the way our lives were in just February, five to six times out a week, the amount of money we spent on eating out the energy on, you know, the money I've spent on entertaining for people. I can't tell you how many times I've had someone over to my house. I've never been over their house. So it's just the time I think to really shift priorities. You know, I, for me, food. I mean, just the constant barrage of dieting that I've been on since I was 15 years old. I read Intuitive Eating this year. That's stopping. I, I mean, I'm healthy. My body moves in a good way. I work out every day. I eat well. Do I care if I'm a size two? Not anymore because it doesn't matter. <laughs> if someone's friends with me or hanging out with me because I'm smaller than I am right now, that person needs to be eliminated immediately. And so I think the clarity that COVID-19 has provided me and the people that I associate with, and it's a constant theme of stuff that we've come up with. Yes, it's terrifying. The world is on fire right now. (laughs) I mean, we are literally nosediving into the apocalypse. And it's almost comical at this point because there's nothing you can do to stop it. And I think it needed to happen where all of, as for self-proclaimed control freak, all of the control was out of my hands. And I had a new business that just opened, just started jiving, new agents just started. Business was going great, right? And then all of this happened and I had to figure out a way to pivot. And I think, or I know, 
that I will come out of this pandemic and the people I love will come out of this pandemic so much stronger because of what we were forced to go through. And I remember sitting in my, in my apartment. Oh God, this was nuts. I remember sitting in my apartment. My sister was living with us. We were in like week four and I don't know if anybody remembers, but it was like, that was like the, the center of panic, right? We had been in, it, it was past the two week mark. We thought we were going to be in and we were sitting in our apartment listening to sirens and the news and, you know, trying to like do yoga in like our closet because I had three men people living. I mean, it was just, it was madness. And I remember sitting and watching two, we, our condo has an absolutely beautiful view of the city. And I would have a cup of coffee every morning and watch or a glass of wine at night on our deck and watch the, the sunset or rise, whatever. And I remember seeing like five ambulances just like swarm a building on our corner and then take a guy out in, in a, in a stretcher. And I remember sitting there with my husband and my sister watching this happen and being like, God, like we're so lucky. We're so lucky that we get, that we're here watching this and not the guy getting taken out on the stretcher. And I think our world was so broken. I, I know my personal world was so broken in that, I felt I needed to impress people or, you know, impress myself, frankly, by everything that was our life at the time. And now I'm so grateful for the time that we got to sit and reassess and pivot. And so I think if you can take some of the lessons you've learned this year in COVID, in quarantine, in this political climate, in this, you know, civil unrest, and go into 2021 with a clear head and a clear mission of what you want and who you want your, by your side while you get that. I don't think there's a chance for you to fail at anything. I think that's literally the winning mission or the winning recipe for your mission. You know, and don't worry about the 10 extra pounds you have or, you know, the fact that you, you screwed up dinner or <laughs> the fact that you haven't called your friend in three weeks. If that person's a real friend, they will be there three weeks later and three weeks after that and three weeks after that. And that at the end of the day is the meaning of all of this. If you come out of this with nothing accomplished, accomplish that mindset. You had time to realize what's important. And if you come out of this and you didn't get that feeling and you didn't realize that for yourself, well, then you did this all wrong. And it was a waste and it was a terrible time. So I don't know, I'm just sitting, I literally, I walk on sunrise, I walk to the water with my dog now every morning and just kind of sit. And I've always, when my mom passed away, I always sat and I stared at the Empire State Building. Uh, and at the time I would just cry and lose my mind in the morning, very early in the morning. But there's some, there's some peace for me near a water and for some reason here looking at Manhattan and seeing all of the, the you know, pain that Manhattan's going through. And it's, I don't know, I think, we're all supposed to go through this on some level. And I hope that everyone takes a second to really think about what their, again, hate this term, but I'm going to use it, <laughs> what their journey was in all of this. And how are you coming out of this? Are you coming out of this with nothing? Then what a waste. What a waste. People died. Come out of this. If not for yourself, do it for them. Come out of this with something worth something, a mindset, uh, you know, a, a regular appointment with a shrink, <laughs> uh, like 
better skills at cooking, um, a prototype, a draft for a book, a new blog, a new podcast, uh, a new business idea. Don't waste this time. And uh, it looks like you're going to have a lot more left. So <laughs> get your mind straight and uh, start to work on something. So I hope everyone's doing well. I hope that the next couple months uh, brings you a little peace and a little reset. Um, and we go into 2021 uh, guns a-blazing. Maybe not, that's a terrible term to use right now, but going to 2021, really excited to go into 2021 uh, and focus to do so. All right. All right, everyone. Be well.